Welcome to the Relationship for Win Win podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Kevin. And we've been married for 25 amazing years. Well, they haven't all been amazing, to be honest, babe. That's true. And we have four awesome kids. We do. And we love them so much. And babe, I love you. And we're just trying to share some things that we've learned about life. Uh, We're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. We're not counselors. We're not professionals. But we have lived life a little bit, and we hope to share some things with you that are beneficial. So thanks for listening. Today, we've got a really interesting topic that we think is going to be relevant for really everybody. I think we all have this inside of us, and we're going to be talking about limiting beliefs. And uh, we're going to get into some detail about it. Uh, Jennifer is a life coach who's going to share some things that she's learned in helping other people, as well as some practical things that we've learned in our own life because, you know, heavens knows I've got limiting beliefs and <laughs> everybody else has limiting beliefs and whatnot with that. But, but babe, maybe tell us for our listeners, what is a good definition of maybe a limiting belief? Yeah, um, there are thoughts that we have or opinions that we believe to be absolute truth. So I think in our childhood, our parents teach us things. We, along the way of growing up, we hear things and learn things about ourselves and really think like that is true. But the problem with limiting beliefs, and we're going to give you some examples in a second, usually when you know a limiting belief is not helping you is when they create a negative impact in your life. They stop you. They hold you back from moving forward. You feel stuck. You aren't progressing in your personal life, in your relationships, in your Hence why they're limiting, right? Yeah. And so I think a lot of times we're not aware of them. We just think, oh, everyone believes this. So I think it's important to, if you're going to analyze yourself, think about it and figure out some limiting beliefs. Um, I'm going to share a few of mine. Well, uh, before you yeah. jump into yours really fast, I, I was thinking with limiting beliefs, the first thing that came to my mind, and I use this all the time, and we probably all know this analogy, it's dealing with the four-minute mile. Mm-hmm. Remember? I mean, it's like yeah. no one thought that the four-minute mile could ever be done until – Someone did it, and then the next year, a ton of people broke the four-minute mile. And it's because like we kind of conditioned ourselves to think that's impossible. It's impossible. You know, no we one don't have can the do ability that. to do it, right? Until we saw that happen. And so, to your point, babe, is that maybe with our family backgrounds, things we've learned and conditioned, that we have taught ourselves things that are really just a belief, not a fact. But we treat it as the fact, yeah. and therefore it, it just stops us from progressing. So I loved how you set that up. So tell me, you were going to say some of your thoughts. Or, yeah, or just some belief. different ones I've come up with that I've told myself, like, I'm not a good cook. Well, that that's not a true-ism. That's not a fact. That is well, just what well, I'm marriage <laughs> probably was true, but you're right. Yeah, I mean, there's been times that I haven't cooked well, but it actually prevented me from even trying, and it— created like a negative dialogue in my head. I didn't feel confident. Anytime that someone asked me, hey, will you sign up to bring so-and-so a meal? I would literally like break out in a sweat, panic, think, oh my gosh, I really want to bring them a meal. Can I buy you something? Can I order something from a restaurant? That was easier for me. I did not we'll bring want the rolls. to take them dinner. Yeah. yeah, I'll bring... Dessert, flowers, drinks, rolls, whatever. So I think it prevented me 
um, from doing a lot of things, maybe service-wise or just in our family, because I created the scenario and then I found evidence for believing it. Um, maybe the kids wouldn't eat it. Someone might complain about it. And instead of having really questioning the thought like, okay, what can I do? And through a lot of the work I've done with myself, I've realized like, no, I can cook. I need to follow a recipe. I'm a really good recipe follower. Some people do not like to follow a recipe. I myself like to follow a recipe. I realize I don't have to put every ingredient in the recipe. If it has like hot chili peppers or jalapenos, I leave those out because I don't like spicy. Yeah, but I, I think what you've done, and you're spot on, you went from having this belief, maybe even seeing it a little bit, that I'm not a good cook, and you you know, carried that forward for a long time until you changed that belief and you found a way to make it work. Yeah, I became aware of it. I'm not like amazing. It's not my favorite thing. Babe, honestly, you're yeah. like <laughs> tremendous. Like night, I'm not kidding. Like night and day from when we first got started. And I think it's because you started to change your thoughts. And we've talked about this before of how powerful our thoughts are. And so when your thoughts lead to behaviors and behaviors lead to actions and Mm -hmm. actions lead to a lifestyle, when you fill your heart and mind full of a bunch of negative thoughts and they become then these limiting beliefs, you're just setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, I've had this belief like I can't lose weight. It's too hard. I must have something. My my genetics is the reason why I'm just born this way. This is how I am. This is how I am. (laughs) And when you have that thought – you're really not going to lose weight. Like if you have the thought, I can't lose weight, all your actions are going to take you down that path of you will not lose weight. So really thinking like, is that true? Like other people can. And of course, everyone could lose weight if they work at it and try and um, pay attention to that. So I think when you told yourself for a long time, I'm not a runner. I right. say that for, I'm not a runner, not good at it. And then now you're 10K Jen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you've, yeah, done, you've so done some true. 10Ks. And, and do right. I love running? No, but I can run. I do run and I have the ability. So saying I can't do something really limits you. And it's not a belief that I wanted to have anymore. I can tell you in business, I think people do this a lot, is that they'll limit on what they think they can accomplish in a business setting, Right. Uh, how much productivity can we do in the, in the factory or, you know, how much can I produce in a certain hour? How much hourly wage can I make? Like whatever it is, we kind of put these limiting beliefs on us. And then we start to get capped in what we make or produce or whatever else that it is versus stepping back and saying, you know, what's possible? You know, I mean, there's countless stories you can hear about in sports all the time of people that are maybe undersized at positions, but yet ended up with tremendous careers and whatever it was. And so I just think that it's really detrimental to us. So, Yeah, and I I was thinking like lifting weights. Like it's so exciting if you think like, oh, I can't lift weights. But when you start lifting weights and you start lifting more and more weight, it's really satisfying to know like, oh, my gosh, I just bench pressed 200 pounds or 100 pounds or whatever. It gives you so much confidence because you thought at one time in your life like, I'm not strong. I'm weak. It almost feeds off of itself with limiting belief. So the limiting belief is you feed that, you start to think about that you can't do this more and more and more. And I've just seen in my life, when you do have those moments that you just described of, wow, I just broke a certain 
a mile mark that I've never ran past before, or I did it in a certain time period, or I've lifted a certain amount of weight, or we did so much more production than we ever thought we'd do. All of a sudden that feeds on itself. And all of a sudden the limits are gone and that cap is gone a little bit, or at least it's extended out a lot farther than where it was. And so all kinds of growth can happen inside of us when we get rid of these limiting beliefs. So, Yeah. And I think it would be helpful just to write down a few beliefs in your life that you think are holding you back. Write them down, kind of look at them, analyze them. And some beliefs I think that we, you know, someone could say are limiting are actually good to have. Like we shouldn't steal someone's car just because we want someone's car we shouldn't go steal it. I mean, that's a belief you can be like, you know, I'm okay believing that. Yeah, and there's certain things like we have in society and like morals and laws that yeah. are built in, but like other things that you can think of, and I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking of maybe some of your own limiting beliefs, and maybe that's where you're getting with this, babe, is to yeah. say, what, one, you know, what are some some steps that our listeners can maybe examine in their own life to say, how do I determine What's a limiting belief? Yeah, I think um, some of them I thought of that people um, also, they kind of use as excuses. Um, When you're thinking about your different beliefs that you may have, things that you're using as an excuse, like your age, I'm too old or I'm too young. So some people could say like, oh, I can't ski because I'm too old. Well, is that really true? Or I can't start a business. I can't learn a foreign language because I'm too old, or I can't move across the country because I'm too young to do that. So really pay attention to what excuses you're making for yourself when you're thinking different thoughts about beliefs that you have. Yeah, let's stop right there for just a second, kind of dig deeper there, because I think you hit on something that's really critically important with this, is a lot of these really are just excuses. And if we probably got real with ourselves we probably have to maybe uncover that is to say the reality is instead of saying I can't run or I can't move across the country, the reality is that just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. And so I, I, you know, even if I want to do it, oh, I can't do that or I don't want to leave my family or, you know, whatever the deal is, the limiting belief is it's probably because it's going to make us feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And we have to kind of get past that if that's something that's really important to us to get really at the core of it and realize why am I why am I feeding myself this lie? Right. Another thing is with like your physical appearance or your personality type, like people are like, why well, I'm just not a patient person. Right. Well, you could learn to be a patient person. Learned it from my mom, my yeah. mom or my I learned it from my dad or you know, whatever. It's like, well, that's maybe an excuse. Maybe you did see that. Yeah. But, but it doesn't it, mean you have to be that way. It is possible to learn patience. It is, it's going to take work. It's going to take effort. It's going to take awareness to know like, okay, I'm not being patient at this moment. Might make me uncomfortable because I have to like learn this, but you're right. Yeah. Or if you say you want to start being funny. I I love, we have a son that really loves comedy and he's a funny kid. He naturally is funny. However, he really listens to comedy. He practices. He, you know, says Cracks things. jokes with yeah. us, yeah. So some of them are great, some of them not great, but he at least is trying to create his vibe for being humorous. Yeah. So he didn't just say like, oh, I'm, I just can't be funny, but he actually really tries and puts forth effort. Yeah. Physically, you know, you could say, oh, 
supposedly, you know, if you're tall, you can't do some things as well as someone that's short or, you know, just different limitations on your body size. I think, you know, you're preventing yourself yeah, I don't look from good trying. in clothes. I just don't look good in clothes. Well, no, you have to find the right clothes for you and your body style, whatever that is. Yeah. So I just think those are another way. Also, um, people hold themselves back, like, with their feelings. They say things like, I don't want to do that because it makes me nervous. Or I can't go and bear my testimony because I cry. Or I can't talk in public. Yeah, I just I can't, guys can't do it. I break no one out in my family rash. has ever yeah. talked in public. We can't do it. So really, you're just preventing yourself from even trying to do something that maybe you might be really amazing at it. Right. Or you could learn to be really great at it. But Because these limiting beliefs really are a doorway that keep us from progressing in our own lives. Yeah. That, that's really pure and simple. And so, so let me ask you this. So, babe, as a life coach, you talk to people all the time. And, and my presumption is, we, we haven't prepared this, but my presumption is there's a lot of people who have limiting beliefs. Yeah, we all do. It's just, it's a normal nature, thing. Right? It's human nature, yeah. So what would you do or or talk to somebody about that you identify has some limiting beliefs? Like what are questions they can ask themselves or just kind of give our listeners a little bit of help because you've really, in my mind, done an amazing job throughout your life of, of having maybe limiting beliefs before. You've certainly have helped me with like uncover those and you know for the life of me I can't think of one at the moment. But there have been there have been a lot actually. But you have, like, truthfully you have. So what are some of the things that you could share with people? Okay. So if you're at home and are thinking about limiting beliefs that you might have, I would just ask yourself these questions. What if I'm wrong about this? What if you're wrong about the belief? I'm gonna use the example of cooking. What if I'm wrong about the fact that I can't cook? And honestly, like I was totally wrong about that. It was preventing me from all sorts of things. And even something as simple as cooking could really open up the doors for so many things in your life. Yeah, true. So don't think like, oh, that doesn't really matter. That's not that big a deal. Honestly, if you can even come up with one thing that you feel limited on, it can really open the doors and be very powerful for the rest of all sorts of things in your life. Yeah, because like I did it with one thing that was I kind of lied to myself about or yeah. told myself was truth, quote unquote, that wasn't. Yeah, and, and I think the easier, more simple things are better to grasp as opposed to something deeper, harder. Yeah. Um, how is this belief serving you? Um, how was it serving me? It wasn't serving me. It wasn't serving my family. It was only creating negativity in my life. I was very critical of myself about cooking. And it didn't give me confidence. Like I said before, when someone asked me, can you bring a meal to someone? Or can you bring something to the Relief Society potluck? I'd be like, eh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't want to do that. Um, what else could I believe I think is important to think? Could I, you know, what else besides I'm not a great cook? I could believe like... You know, maybe it is possible. Maybe I just need to find a different way. Maybe I could go to cooking classes. I could ask a neighbor that cooks well. For me, my answer was HelloFresh. Maybe I could order HelloFresh to my we house. We are not paid spokespeople. <laughs> we are. We should be because I— It's probably been a marriage saver. So it it has. But I found some ways that, okay, I can do this. I can follow a recipe. and Yeah, so you, you took that limiting belief 
I like that because those are two really powerful things is to step back and say, how is this kind of hurting me in my life, this belief that I've kept for so long? And then two, how do I find the way around it? Yeah, what else could I believe? And then practicing your new belief. So if you come up with a new belief about cooking, I've got to practice it. I've got to, you know, actually cook some meals. And, you know, what I do now is I act like I'm on a cooking show and I tell my family all the amazing ingredients in the meal. It's actually so fun. We're always like, chef, tell us what's in this (laughs) meal today. You're like, well, I prepared it this way and this way. It's really fun for us. So I, I highlight it. I make it a big deal about it. I try to, you know, focus on the, you know, if I learned a new skill like, um, I don't know, sauteing, but that's not really a new skill, but like zesting or I never knew you should use the, um, when you're cooking mashed potatoes, use the stock from, you know, the water. It actually makes better mashed potatoes. I just always dumped milk in it. You know, there's so, yeah, lots you, of ways you to- You learn some yeah. different skills that you share with us to help with that. That's awesome. So anyways, those, those are some questions. Okay. So I think it's good, you know, even if you just think about one- after you're done listening to our podcast of a limiting belief, because, you know, we have them and we almost don't even know that we believe them as a fact. But there's so many things in our life that we believe we think are true, but they are not true. Well, I'll tell you two things, babe, that came to my mind when you were just talking about that on the subject of limiting beliefs. One, if you've heard about this guy named David Goggins, um, I must have like been like a, a Navy SEAL in a former life or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm fascinated by the Navy SEALs because like they, one, they do so many great things for our country. But two, they just have incredible odds stacked against them, it seems like. And David Goggins, Google him, you know, check out his YouTube stuff. Warning, uses a lot of colorful language. But yeah, I've read a couple of his books, interviews, listened to, et cetera. But this is a guy that had, was extremely overweight. He had everything stacked against him in his life. Super big, tall, muscular guy. There's no way he should have become a Navy SEAL, but he did. No way should he have been able to run all these major endurance events, and he did. No way should a guy of his size be able to do as many pull-ups, and he did. He's got the pull-up record. So he talks about in the mind, the human mind, really once we reach that point where we think that we have hit our peak, he has discovered that we're, we're like 40 or 50% from being done. Like there is so much more that we can do. And I think about that with limiting beliefs yeah. a ton. And I think, you know, practicing your new belief, come up with something new. You know, you might have to take a baby step for it because it may, you know, for me, like it's like I didn't believe that I could cook right away. But as I practiced and got better and started believing it, now I totally own it. And I can also own if I totally mess up a meal and it's terrible, but at least I tried. And so I think that's the greatest lesson you can learn is as you're, you know, practicing something new, acknowledging when you fail, but also keep trying, don't give up. Yeah. And I love that because the other thing that I was going to say that ties in with what you said, don't give up, was that um, again, these limiting beliefs that act as a doorway to keep us from progressing in our life. Um, I was reminded of, I went to a, a business forum one time, it was some symposium someplace, but we had this um, marine drill instructor there. And he just talked about that they put up these gigantic barriers and obstacles sometimes that Marines need to like climb over these walls, get through them, whatever. And I just remember distinctly him with his voice 
just yelling out as he would to these Marines. And he said that Marines, he said, we will go under that wall, around that wall. He said, we will go through that wall if we have to. And it just, it was so inspiring to hear that. I don't even do it justice. But again, if you looked at those as your limiting beliefs, in your case with cooking or someone wants to do art, whatever it is, so much in our lifetime as adults, we start creating more and more limiting beliefs, I think. Whereas kids, you don't. Yeah, they believe they can do anything. They believe they're the best artist. They believe they can do anything. They believe they can snowboard better than anybody, whatever. And as adults, we start to limit that and maybe what people think about us or whatever. So I I love what you said about, you know, practice those things. Don't be afraid to jump out there and try something new. To do all this would be fantastic. So yeah. Yeah. So take some time this week and think of a few limiting beliefs that you have and see if you want to change them. You know, pay attention to say, do I really want to believe that anymore? And start practicing a new one and work towards that. Friends, one of the greatest compliments you can pay us is to introduce your friends and family to our podcast so that we can all grow and learn together. So thanks so much for listening today to the Relationship 411 podcast. Please like and share. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And remember, we promise to give you the 411 about relationships. So you don't have to call 911 for yours. 